Chris, uh, welcome to the What, Why, and How Can I podcast, sir. Um, I'm happy to have you on. I'm glad uh, we met each other online um, and, and we can we can produce some valuable content to uh, to the people listening. Um, I know your story's been an interesting one. Uh, you're a first-born American here in your family, and then you chose to go down the path. Uh, you went into the Air Force, served our country, and now you are in business development. Um, let's talk a little bit about what business development is, um, what it's used for maybe, um, what what your job is, and then we could talk about your story, how you got there, how you developed yourself, and so on and so forth. Yeah, I mean, uh, thanks for having me on the show tonight, and you know, I'm I'm really excited to be able to add value, hopefully, and and get to know you. Really, I mean, we're gonna get to know each other on yeah, the yeah. podcast, and we got to know each other a little bit before. But anyway, as far as business development, I mean, it's got so many different meanings. Um, the way I look at it is, everybody is in business development and sales you're just developing relationships you're developing bridges of connection with everyone mm -hmm. around you everywhere you go you should always be connecting whether it's for your business whether it's for your life whether it's for anything you should always be building new connections mm -hmm. that's my motto maybe not for you but that's for me and so the way business development works in most companies is they deploy it as a sales strategy and really I think that's where a lot of companies go wrong. That's my personal opinion is business development is even more than sales. It, it goes past sales and it gets to creating real relationships and partnerships in industries, mm -hmm. whatever you're in, that uh, really create fruitful business down in the long run. You know, you can make a quick sale. You can have a pitch and a tactic and a strategy. Um, to sell people on your product, mm -hmm. whatever it is. And you can call it business development. You can call it just straight sales. You can call it whatever you want to call it. But there's a difference between great business developers that build relationships and can create those negotiated relationships in, in mm -hmm. anything. And then there's the people that just make cold sales where they're just literally, they're spin selling you a product. They're helping, they're helping you find the need. And you might really need the product, but it's so much better whenever you've gone to a, um, whenever you've gone somewhere and you leave and you don't feel like you were mm -hmm. sold something. Isn't that yeah. amazing? Yeah. We're, Tell me, like, we're, seriously, it's, you know the guy that's calling you. I, yeah, I was saying, it. it's like where the sales guy makes you feel like you made the choice to purchase this this, this product. Absolutely. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That, and that's, to me... That's a great salesman, but that's part of business development as a greater, um, like a thing. It's a role. It, it is a role, and and it means so. And it gets into so many different mm -hmm. things, you know. Um, so I'm not going to define it. I'm not an expert, so I'm not going to define it as yeah, one yeah. thing. But for me, business development is just building relationships and creating connections. And obviously, there's a product, of course. That's why I'm calling you. But we don't need to get yeah, straight yeah. to it. Let's let's build a relationship. Let's find out. Okay. Let's find out if we can work together. So, um, yeah, man. And we'll, I guess you said you want to backtrack to how I got to where I'm yeah, at. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? So, a little bit about business development, but like, obviously, you didn't graduate high school, and now you're a business developer, and you you have all these. Oh no no no. So, 
I did. I did graduate high school. Okay, you... I didn't graduate college. I dropped out. Of college. Okay, okay. So you go. graduated high school, dropped out of college, yeah. but there was there was a yeah. timeline before you became a business developer and developed all these relationships with businesses and other and other people in the industry. Let's talk about a little bit about your story and how you kind of groomed yourself to where you are now. Yeah, man. I mean, really, I'm I'm honestly really not where I would personally want to be. I don't think I've done anything yet. I don't think I'm anybody special. I think I'm just a product of uh, my mom, really. Okay. She's a super great relationship connection person. She's the type of person that, you know, we would try Indian food on a, like, on a whim. And, you know, my family's Mexican, like yeah. from Mexico. So we had never had Indian food. Uh, we, she, she's the, and what I mean by that is, what I mean by that statement is she was so quick to make friends anywhere and everywhere we went. She would make a friend on an elevator. She'd make a friend walking down the aisle of a Walmart, mm-hmm. whatever. And she taught me those skills. And at first I was like, why is she doing that? And then I realized two weeks later, we bump into that person and we find out they're a mechanic and they're going to be doing a service on our car. And now instead of hitting us with a crazy bill and charging all these things, they're going to actually give us a break because they really like us and they, and they think we're good people. And we built a right. relationship. Go figure nice. off of something small, a little conversation at the grocery right. store. So I think she, in essence, has taught me so much more about people and relationships, which business is that business is all relationships. Business is, is um, just mm-hmm. connection. And the moment companies forget that, I think, uh, things start to go the wrong direction, you know? So anyway, to make a long story short, yeah, I started as a kid. I really was groomed to talk to people because of my mom and then um, taught hard work by my dad mm-hmm. and mom. You know, they were both hardworking and they didn't graduate mm-hmm. high school. Uh, they didn't graduate high school. They didn't, my dad didn't even graduate wow. middle school and he did pretty, pretty decent for himself. Um, and yeah, they just taught me everything that I needed to know to go into the workforce. And I decided to go to college first. You know, I got into sports. I wrestled. Nice. I did all that. And then I just basically burned out and partied a little too hard. And um, just I had too much fun. And so I decided to go the military route. And I actually one of my dreams was to be in special mm-hmm. forces like that guy, that green yeah. that you said. I, I really want to do that was like what little boy's dream isn't to be the dude with the baddest guns, guy you know, on the field, old, the baddest yeah. dude on the field with all the, all the decked out gear, you know, like just all right, right. Up, jacked, you know, ready to jump out yep. of planes. And obviously my career didn't go that path. I ended up getting into a aircraft mechanic for C5s, which is the big Bertha. I call okay. it in the sky. Those things are low and slow. Um, they're huge. You see them in the sky. Sometimes they got the big old tail. They're usually C5, like gray. Okay. They're all gray. No windows. I think there's like, tw- like maybe eight windows total. Wow. Um, that's it. So it's pretty insane. And uh, anyway, I got into that, and it was just a hell of a journey for sure. Being an aircraft mechanic, being able to travel and see different places, and um, yeah, learning a lot of respect and learning how to keep your mouth shut. Shut up in color. That was my first dose of shut wow. up in color. Like, like you don't. If someone says something that's higher ranking than you, you can't say yeah. anything back. And I was already kind of used to that 
because of my parents' okay. style. But if, but at least I could storm out and shut the door right. when I was a kid. As an adult, <laughs> you can't do that. You have to stand there at attention yeah. and get yelled at. Um, so I quickly learned how to own my mistakes and 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 along that along that um, journey, I actually got a chance to wrestle for the Air Force wrestling team. Nice. I got picked up. Um, I went out to Jersey, trained, and actually got a severe injury, and ba- almost basically wasn't able to walk again wow. um, because of a lower back injury. But I was able to rehab, and then I met my wife, which was awesome. And um, somewhere along the path, I got coached and mentored by an ex Air Force pilot that really um, he took me on as. Yeah, like his Padawan, you know, he was the Jedi Master. He is the Jedi mm-hmm. Master still. And I'm his, and I'm still learning, you know, he's still my best friend. He's been my coach in, in life and business and marriage because he's got an excellent awesome. marriage. He's He's been married for 30 plus, 30 yeah. something years. And yeah, like he's been my role model. And that's, he's taught me a lot about business, actually. He got me into the way, the reason I developed a business acumen where to where I could be at now in any kind of sales role at any company is that I, um, he, he, he gave me literally a book list and I read through it and I won't name off the books cause I don't own the rights to it, whatever, yeah. but basically he put me on game and he got me to see the big picture of how commerce works, how investments work, how time and effort into yourself invested in the right mm. pursuits will get you the rewards that you want, right? If we so, can, let's talk a little bit about that. Because I, I feel like, especially in this day and age, having having a role model in your life and having not like, oh, this guy can rap or this guy has a lot of money or whatever, having a real role model that can lead by a great example. How important is that in life, especially for a young man growing up? I would say, especially for men right now in an age mm-hmm. of males, and I say this in the nicest way but there's a lot of males out there mm-hmm. not a lot of men that aren't owning it they're not yeah. owning it they're not owning their mistakes they're not owning their career they're not owning their adulthood you know you're a young married man i'm a young married man we decided to quit playing games and we got married because we knew that we had a responsibility in the world and we wanted to do something we're both sons of immigrants yeah. you're an immigrant yourself and you came to america to succeed this is the best country in Amen the world. To, that. to me my opinion don't kill me for it. But this is the easiest country to come from zero to hero in a, in one lifetime. And your kids will stand on your shoulders because you were a good example. And the reason that I think men right now, young men and males, need an example, a strong male example. And this could be the same for females. So just spin it the other way. And it's the same thing. You need a um, someone that's rooted in mm-hmm. who they are, that carries their flag and doesn't... Um, you know, bend mm-hmm. to the wind, you know, the winds of adversity, the mm-hmm. winds of change, and they just keep marching on as long as they're doing the right thing. But the reason it's so important is, one, it taught me to have a backbone in my beliefs. Um, two, it taught me how to be a man and a husband, most importantly, how to be a better son, how to be a better father in the future, and how to just be a better person in society. Um, and it just showed me that I could do more mm-hmm. than I think I can do. And the most important thing is I see people from that have the fruit on the tree that I want mm. to eat from. You know, if I, want, if I want apples, I don't go to an orange tree. 
if I want oranges, I'll right. go to an apple tree. So I saw the results in this guy's life, and I was like, man, this this guy's got results that I want. And it's a good marriage, good mm-hmm. finances. People look up to him. He's a leader in this community. And and that's what I want for me. And the way I'm going to do that is through, doesn't matter what company I'm at. I'm going to do that through being a good person, building key relationships mm-hmm. everywhere I go, and uplifting them and bringing people with me, bringing them up. Amen. Uh, encouraging you to do your podcast and continue to do what you do because you're a good young man. You're a good role model. You're a good example. You work a full-time job, you have a family, and you're still putting in effort after hours to produce good content, to uplift others, and and um, take the time to interview people. And really, like, you make yourself look really intelligent because you ask questions and you let silly people like me that don't know anything talk. <laughs> <laughs> so you find out how little I know. No, no, I think we're, I appreciate the plug, but I think uh, we're, we're, if I may say, I think we're both silly because I'm definitely the first. The first reason why this is happening is so I can learn um, from others, but then also others can join join the journey. Um, and I, why I asked you, and some people might think, oh, what, what, why is it important to have healthy financial relationship? Why is it impor- important to have a healthy family relationship when? In my mind, all these relationships, and, and if you know how to work them, they translate into your career, into your business, into whatever you're doing to support your family. Like, I always preach to my siblings, like, emotional intelligence. Like, if, if you have emotional intelligence in, in a relationship with your girlfriend, wife, in a relationship with your employee, with your boss, like, man, that can change the world for you, you know? and and sometimes many people yeah. will blow that off. And you mentioned how important it is in business development. And I think that's maybe one of the most, uh, the fields that use psychology and different, that type of stuff uh, the most, because you're trying to develop a great relationship in maybe five minutes, right? And so you want that guy yeah, to call you back. It's quick. Yeah. And you have, they, they know you have an objective. I know I have an objective, but my first objective is I wouldn't like you. So I'm going to ask you questions about you. Yeah. Because if I don't like you, I can't do real good business. I just, you're going to yeah. feel it. I, I agree 100%. Uh, so, um, and, 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 and real quick, just to finish that male role model thing, it's not just for males, it's for females as well. But there's a lot of young dudes that just need, they need a good person to stand up that isn't balling out on the internet, that isn't, putting out dehumanizing people or uh, putting women down and like vice versa. Yeah. Just putting out shock, shocking content, like very crazy content to get attention, to get the likes. Right. And I, and I, one last thing I heard the other day is we as a society have created all these monsters online that we complain about. We've liked their posts all the way to the top. Yep. And we voted by just views. And right now, um, any exposure is good exposure for some people. It doesn't matter if it's good or bad. It could be bad. 
I'll, I'll say a certain rapper with he- rainbow hair, yeah. rainbow colored hair. He's entertaining, I'm sure. Yeah. But he's not putting anything out that is at a value add for a normal young person that wants to do something good for their family. Yeah, yeah. So, dude, it's crazy you mentioned this because <laughs> my last post on Instagram, right? I took this picture by some random Porsche. I was walking with my family and there was this beautiful car. I'm like, uh, and I said, and I told my wife, Hey, can you snap a shot of me in front of this car? I'm going to post it tomorrow and see the reaction I get compared to all the regular stuff we, we post that I think brings more value to two people. And so I kid you not, it's the most popular post out of the 140 something posts that we've posted, the most likes, the most comments on, on it. And and I, I think what was the, it's like hard work pays off. I can take a picture. I can take a sick picture by a sick car. I didn't say it's mine. I, um, and, and it just, it just blew my mind. Like it's one in the morning and I, I wake up in the morning and, and there's a bunch of likes where when we post like some valuable content, maybe like something like this, people are just going to blow it off because there's no that wow factor or that shock factor. And that's why there's so there's not as many intelligent people as non-intelligent people, and I don't I don't mean no disrespect to anybody. There's listening. a lot of sh- there's a lot of sheeple. No, 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 no. You're right. You're onto something. There's a lot of sheeple. Yeah. And and we're we get caught up in it sometimes as well. Amen. Um, sure. We like it's called candy brain candy. It's junk food. Yep. We don't all want to eat our vegetables, but. You know, it's it's like, yeah, you you throw out this junk food for people, yeah. and it's quick they'll eat it, and it, it's sugar. Yeah, junk food tastes good. So going back, exactly going back to your Air Force, you're an Air Force. You graduate, or you I don't know if you retire. What happens? Where does that take you next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I um I was in four and a half years and I decided to go to the reserves. I go to the reserves. Mm-hmm. I got into business development and uh, and uh, farm operations or superintendent for a farm in Dixon, mm-hmm. organic walnut farming. Um, through someone that I knew, they basically put a plug for me. I got in mm-hmm. and I did that for five five years. Um, it was a thousand acre farm in Dixon. Nice. And it was intense. I mean, I learned everything. I started from the bottom. And got to basically operating the whole thing and running the business development and the management, mm-hmm. really, of everything. And it was nuts. I mean, a lot of tractor hours, yeah. lots of hours on the tractor. And guess, you know what I did on those tractor hours? I listened to uh, tons of tons of self-improvement. One of the best free self-improvement audios out there is called As a Man Thinketh. As a Man Taketh? Listen to it. Oh, thinketh, thinketh, thinketh. okay. Like think, okay. and then eth, I think. Yeah, yeah, okay. Something like that. It's old school English, but as a man thinketh, one of the most impactful audios you'll listen to, I think, on an audio, mm-hmm. because it'll it'll punch you in the gut every time you listen to it. It'll check you at the door. It'll check your ego. It'll check you. It'll it'll just make you look at you and be like, damn, am I this guy that he's talking about? And you probably are every, once you're listening to it. For every thought seed sown, something's going to grow. Yeah. A thought seed. 
Okay. You know, it's a seed in your mind. I plant the thought and it grows. Yes. You go to sleep, you wake up and you're thinking that because I, I planted the seed. Right. And, and you're going to remember the seed thing like later on and you're just going to chuckle and be like, that son of a... <laughs> um, he planted that seed. But we're always... But but to bring it back to the career mm-hmm. thing, we're always cultivating our career. We're always planting new roots and we're always building connections. And anyway, I wanted to... I wanted to level up in my career, so I uh, I looked around, I looked at different companies, and I knew what skill set I I had. I knew what I had to offer to any company. Mm-hmm. I had zero background and experience in construction, but um, I walked into the office of Thunder Mountain, and I just kept it real. I I was like, I have nothing to lose. I'm walking in. I already have a job. Yeah. I'm not gonna get fired. I'm the one deciding to leave my job. That by the way paid me very significant income. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm the one that's deciding to leave the job. So I don't care what happens. I walk in, I waited, I looked around the office. I was like, oh, I'm not impressed. Um, but then this dude came in, a project manager that I, that I worked out with earlier, actually. His name's Chase Davis. Mm-hmm. Quick shout out. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a, such a good dude. I, I, I sized him up in like two seconds. He said hi. He smiled, shook his hand. I was like, what's up? I'm Chris. He's like, what's up? I'm Chase. And I was like, cool. If you work here, I think I could work here. That was my decision. So nice. then I walked into the interview and I just kind of had my, you know, I had my cojones on, right? Yeah. And I came guns blazing. They came guns blazing. And we just, I said, look, I'm not the most technical person in the world. I don't have a degree, but I know how to get results. I know how to make relationships and I will figure anything that out that I need to in a quick matter of time. Give me a shot. Yeah. And they're like, you're hired. Dang, dude. They hired me right on the spot. So they hired me on the spot and I put in my notice and I walked away from my job. And even after I left my job, I hired on the uh, replacement manager like a few weeks later and hired on another guy a few weeks after that. So I still helped out the farm because it's never good to break bridges. Oh, for sure. Um, for sure. No, th- that that's awesome. And you, you know, like what, what that kind of brings me back to is like, hearing a bunch of people where for example i'm a student and i graduate college and they have this degree say say i have a i don't know i have a degree and there i can't find a job with my specific degree right and so that means i'm gonna i'm gonna sit in my mom's basement or do nothing with my life because there's not that there's not that specific job that i was studying for but when in fact like in your example is beautiful where you take what life gives you and you develop yourself into where where you see yourself in the future, you know? And that 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 I, I hope this message resonates with with a lot of young folks today is because and especially maybe in this market, you know, there's a lot of unempl- people unemployed. Take what you have, learn what you're good at, the skills, develop them. You can develop them in any on on in any job you have. Just be the best at what you're doing, right? Yep. And yeah, make your make your excuse my language on this. Make your shitty job into a good job. There you go. It's only bad because you make it bad. Exactly. Exactly. Honestly, you could be in a really terrible culture job, but if you're the line, if you're the light, if you're the light in the room, you're the encourager. You come in with good energy and attitude. You set the tone, and people around you, you're either gonna get infected by negativity or positivity in your job. 
So whatever you're doing, I mean, I told my, I always joke with one of my cousins who works for the state. She's pretty high up in the state. Mm -hmm. She moved from Texas. She's a badass CEO of uh, another company and came over to the state to work for Newsom. Um, and I won't say her name. Uh, actually, I will. Her name's uh, Lourdes Castro Ramirez, Ooh. one of the secretaries of the state. Nice. And uh, she's a beast. She's a beast. Um, and long story short, we always joke. I'm like, if I get fired tomorrow, I, I'm not worried because I know I can get a job right away. And I know how to hustle and how to grind yeah. in any situation. I will mow your lawn. I will walk around and pick people's trash up until they give me a job. You know, I'll, I'll work for free. I, I'll tell companies, I'll work for free for a month or two. Yeah. Give me a try. You get your money back. No, you know, money back guaranteed for hiring. <laughs> yeah. No strings attached. That's not, that's yeah. No strings attached. Like I'll sign the contract saying I'll work for free for two months. And you tell me what you think at the end. That's going to be more received than a beggar coming to the table and saying, you know, give me, give me food, give me money. Mm -hmm. It's more attractive. Even if you're in a position where you don't have a lot to offer, start listening to podcasts and actually do something about it and get on a, some kind of like mental workout program. If you look physically fit, you should be mentally fit. And what I find is the most physically fit people aren't always the most mentally fit. That, that's, that, um, that's also, that's also true. Yeah. Um, business development uh so someone's like yeah. listening to this chris guy and they're like dude this this guy's on it he he it seems like he has his life together business development what is your schedule like as a business developer now for for the company that you work with yeah so and and just to clarify i work i work in business development sales and estimating mm -hmm. so i do a little bit of everything okay um but but as far as what my schedule looks like, I mean, it's really just eight to right now. It's eight to four thirty. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes it's eight to five, eight to six. It's really, um, I mean, it's rarely eight to six ever. But it, it's really just up to me to set up meetings, mm -hmm. do Zoom presentations for my company, put out some content on my LinkedIn, um, promoting other people's businesses. If you look at my LinkedIn, it's not always promoting us. Mm -hmm. I'm actually promoting other people's projects. Uh, or I'm never promoting me. You'll never see a picture of me. Mm -hmm. It's it. I'm weird. I like promoting others because in the promotion of others, you promote yourself unintentionally. I like that. I like that. And it endears you more to people. It, it opens up more doors. It's one of my boss called this channel marketing. I just call it 360 degree leadership and, and relationship building. Okay. Awesome. And, and, and people, yeah. people are always attracted to, to a positive vibe. People are always attracted to somebody that's willing to put themselves, um, to humble themselves for somebody else. Um, and so I, I'm watching this video and I'm like, dude, I want to be like Chris, Chris, how do I become, <laughs> how do I become like you? Like what steps in life do I take to end up one, the attitude that you have, kind of the values that you have, and, and two, maybe the career I'm looking to, and maybe I'm looking into estimating or business or just in, in the construction industry. Yeah, I mean, uh, I've seen some really cool things, honestly, that in construction that I wish I would have gotten started in construction early. I've seen some things where guys graduate straight from college and get into being a foreman. I think the coolest thing you could do is go from getting your degree being like the smartest kid or whatever, you know, being mm -hmm. all schooled up and humbling yourself and getting a job at the lowest 
part of it, of the industry, not the lowest, because that's the most important, but at the hardest part of the job, which is boots on the ground, shovels, backhoeing, because then you get a good sense of the people. And actually, the most fun folks to be around are the guys that are shoveling dirt. They're the crew. Yeah. You'll, you'll have a good ass time. They'll give you the shirt off their back. They'll give you a, they'll give you food to eat if you forget to bring food. Exactly. Um, whereas in the corporate, the corporate world's not like that. Um, but it's good to like work your way up from the bottom to the top because then you know what it feels like to be that guy. So when you're at that top position, you know how to treat everyone because you know how you've been treated and you know how you would want to be a leader. We always talk about, man, I can't wait to get to the top. I can't wait to have that career that this guy has. Mm-hmm. Well, you need to go through all the crap. You need to go through the suck to get to success. Ooh, and I'm not honest. Yeah, it's called suck, suck, success. Yes. Because it sucks. And it I honestly haven't really done anything successful. I don't think I'm anything special. I don't think people should model themselves after me. I'm a jerk. Um, I'm funny. I'm uh, now you now, now you're just being humble, Henry, good. right now. No, no, no. But I, I like I'm good. I'm bad. I'm I'm funny, and I'm not. You know, yeah. I'm I'm not that quote educated. I'm not. The, I don't have all the systems in place. Like I'm not super system oriented. I'm not very organized. Um, but I know how to get the job done. And I keep. I the big, biggest thing that I would say that anybody would want to do that resembles anything that I'm doing. Um, and the biggest value that I have to offer is attitude. Attitude is everything. My attitude has always been, I'm not going to fail yeah. at anything and I'm not going to quit at anything. So I'm never, I've never been the fastest on any sports team, mm-hmm. never been the strongest. I don't even know how the heck I got accepted onto the air force wrestling team, uh, to go and train and all that. Cause I wasn't really that amazing. I wrestled in Indiana. I was pretty decent, but I wasn't like this top athlete of the century where you know olympic grade i just had the olympic grade mindset though like i'm gonna leave this mat with a concussion and that's the way that i look at life in mm-hmm. my career mm-hmm. is i'm gonna throw it all on the line and that's my attitude and, and you don't have to have that intense attitude but i think you need to have the i don't quit attitude yeah, yeah. just because you don't get the right job just because you don't get the job that you want first time who cares apply to 50 jobs. I hear these kids tell me, oh, I applied to five jobs today, um, five jobs that I want. And I'm like, you're cute. You need <laughs> to apply to like a hundred jobs. Yeah. Because out of those hundred jobs, and may, it's and this is a little outlandish, but a hundred jobs, you'll hear back from 25. And out of those 25, you'll get 10 interviews. And out of those 10 interviews, you'll get three or four offers. I mean, that's that that's true in the real world and the real i mean you're not applying to taco bell and even sometimes even if you are it's hard to get into taco bell you just got to keep trying you know? yeah yeah i mean i don't know where you started but i know that and i did look at your profile but dude you gotta apply i applied to so many jobs and these people hit me up and i showed up and i was just confident and and the only reason I'm confident is because I have, I knew I had nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. Exactly. In that moment, so I, I started in Papa John's, dude. My first job was. That's was, amazing. <laughs> I love it. I was a pizza boy. Yeah, dude. I used to, I used so to flip the, flip the pizza dough, throw it up, and and come home all covered in in flour and all that. So 
That, that's where I started. But Dude, go ahead. Pizza boys are the most successful in the world. Have you not heard all the pizza guys that check out? There's a lot of successful people that start off as pizza boys. Really? I've no, I've yeah, never man, heard that statistic. Rich. You're gonna be, you're gonna be wealthy. Amen. I accept that. I accept that. <laughs> yeah, take it, take it. Yes, sir. Um, actually, that's interesting. After this, I'm gonna we're gonna do. I'm gonna have to do some research on on some pizza boys. See what kind of stats stats we get. That's that's pretty interesting. Yo, we line up. We line up pretty high, man. Pizza guys. It's it's a combination of talking to people, being under stress, um, quickly performing, cranking things out, and sometimes doing monotonous work. That's the type of work that pizza boys do. That's true. Dang, dude. You have to you have to balance all these things so it prepares you for life, whether you know it or not. Exactly. That that that's a good merch idea. Pizza a pizza boy is an is a we'll have to make something up. We'll have to make pizza boy up. millionaires. Pizza boy millionaires. That's yeah, awesome. Man. Okay, um Chris, yeah. I I'd like to well, first off, me and David were like thinking, how can we turn this podcast into something more than just, hey, this is info about a career and today was 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 i think was that that interview where we were able to talk a little bit about career um but very importantly also about self-development and and how important yep. that is in 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 building your career and developing yourself to become a successful pizza boy <laughs> um yeah seriously it's it's all fun and games until you make money yes always <laughs> Um, so, so I really appreciate you coming on and, and having this discussion with, uh, with me. Um, if, if people, I'm sure there's going to be people trying to hit you up and, and message you like, Chris, can you be my mentor? You guys can find him on LinkedIn. I think, I think that's it. Right. You're, you're... Yeah, that's it, man. I don't have any other social media. I mean, really, I think you'd be a good resource, uh, not to throw it back on you, but I think you'd be a good resource because. You have a lot of connections. I think anybody that's on LinkedIn should leverage all their connections around them and try to build relationships. And um, it's all about leveraging the network. We're all on there for a reason. Exactly. We're not on there because like, nobody's going to get offended if you hit them up and say, hey, I noticed you're, if you say this genuinely, I noticed you're in a career that I would like to be in. Yeah. Your career path looks amazing. Is there anywhere I could get like 10 minutes of your time? I just have a few questions that I've prepared and I'd like to know how I can build myself up to be where you're at. Nobody in the world is going to turn you down. Nobody. Not even, a v not even a VP. That's a great example because when you first reached out, you said, hey, let's have a Zoom chat. I'm like, okay, this is for sure a scam. Like, this is so, so random. Some dude, some dude reaches out and say, let's Zoom. I'm like this guy either wants my my email address or or, or something. So <laughs> it, it, took, it took a while for me to catch on, and then we actually talked over the phone. I'm like, okay, this guy's he's a he, this guy's alive. He's a real man. Um, I, I could take this yeah, seriously. So just, I'm that odd person that if you ask me for help, I'll help you out. That's awesome, dude. That's awesome. I really appreciate that. And I think there's a lot more odd people that'll help you out. You just have to frame it correctly. Amen. You don't walk up to a girl and kiss her. The, hey, there's a you bunch of there's a bunch of videos of random guys, and that that's what they get what they ask for, you know. Yeah. So you know, you 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 go you walk up and and you say, hey, uh, man, I'm 
whatever it is, I don't know, man. I was a fat kid once at the mall and my friends played a joke where they're like, bet you won't go get that girl's number. And I'm like, bet I will. Yeah. And I would just walk up and be like, oh my gosh, like, hey, I want you to laugh. Here's why my friends are making fun of me. They said they wouldn't. They didn't think that you would talk to me. And I think that you that you should prove them wrong. Yeah. Um, and, and matter of fact, I really like your um, whatever they're wearing. Like, yeah. or wow, that mascara looks really great on you. Like, who says that? What kid says that? Yeah. What boy tells a girl that their eyeshadow's on point? You know, I only knew all these things because my sister uh, was older than me and she wore all these things. So people would think that that was hilarious and I was chubby. So it was kind of non-threatening. Well, take that same approach with people when you want to get help. Like, don't literally say that, but yeah. come to people genuinely and say, hey, you know, I, I, I got onto LinkedIn and I thought that I could network and people do want to help out more than you think. Uh, yeah, for, especially when, like you said, when you approach them the correct way, that, that, that makes a big yep. difference on how your relationship kind of works out from there. So, yeah, no, everybody wants to feel like validated and everybody wants their story to be heard. Mm -hmm. Just like I'm sitting here talking to you, everybody wants to feel like they're contributing. Mm -hmm. um, and if you're on LinkedIn, if they're on LinkedIn, they're on there for a reason. They're not on there just, even if they're on there just to like, I guess, make friends and be popular or whatever, mm -hmm. they still want to contribute. So if you ask them to help, they'll help you. For sure. And, and I think the most important thing is, and, and I don't know if you ever heard Gary V, but, but the most important thing that absolutely, yeah, that Gary V always mentions to everybody is, look, all of these platforms are free. Use them to your advantage. So, yep. So, um, again, thank you, Chris, for coming on. Um, Absolutely, yeah, man. Hopefully, uh, you guys keep getting more folks. I'll refer folks to you. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm.